the Scottish collaboration is taking place from Monday the 5th to Sunday the 11th of December. So why not join us and you might just find your next big obsession. Full details can be found at scottishmergers.com slash collab. back again one more time for holy hijinks i'm in the in the car uh, sorry welcome to the swn podcast i'm your host as always billy uh, i am back adventuring going to halloween hijinks tonight WrestleZone's uh, big event at curl aberdeen that i'm gonna have to go find because i have no idea where that is this has been this is excellent visual content for you right now there we go, right. Yeah, so Carl Aberdeen, I don't know where that is. Um, I, I did a little check on Google Maps and it seems to be near Woodend Hospital, so I got a rough idea where that is, but failing that, I do have a mobile phone, so it'll, uh, it'll direct me there when I get to it. But I am looking forward to this show tonight. I am so buzzing, I'm so scared at the same time. And if anyone has went and saw my preview that I wrote on SWN.com, um, I did a preview of the show and all the matches, they, 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 they're going to be really, really good, really good. But that main event, that main event's the scary one. That's uh, it's Zach Dynamite defending the Undisputed WrestleZone Championship against Aspen Faith. And this is, this is being teased. This is a Halloween brawl. So usually Halloween brawls are... Like big jokey affairs. Uh, last year we had um, Mickey Vagel had a pumpkin on his head to use as a battering ram, and there was like sweets used as as like uh, quote unquote thumbtacks. So it, it's usually like reserved as a bit of a fun thing caper for for Halloween. But from what we're gathering, this is a more of a personal rivalry, a personal feud, and that means that this this is going to be quite a bit more of a hardcore affair. Uh, Aspen's well really experienced in like death matches and stuff like that. So he's he's more used to that that kind of pain and torture. But Zach Dynamite is still an incredible wrestler and is able to adapt to just about anything. So it's a it's a very it's gonna be a very chaotic match. I'm gonna have a lot of feelings, a lot of emotions out of it. So we'll see after if I do a montage how I'm doing after that because it could just be I might still have the sunglasses on even though it'll be pitch black uh, because I'll just be all like emotional and crying uh, elsewhere on the show we've got Grado coming back Grado's coming to WrestleZone for the first time since Aberdeen Anarchy 2019 so I'm buzzing to see Grado this could be the only chance I'll get Grado on the podcast uh, since he doesn't answer his own emails uh, so who knows this, this could be the chance if, I, if I'm able to to get a little bit of video footage saying it's your cell and all that jazz. Uh, he's against Ronin King and he does he does send in a question for the show for this little portion because um, he was talking about pretty much asking in the preview I did of this match I said that if, if Ronin King wins then TikTok, my TikTok for you page is going to be over overrun with, with Ronin King videos. Uh, he's pretty much asking uh, how how it's going to feel when he sees all the videos on TikTok or how, how TikTok's going to cope with all the videos and um, I don't know, I mean I see a lot of stuff on TikTok uh, mostly it's wrestling stuff because you know, big wrestling dark here and uh, 
you know what, I'm not, I'm not against seeing some more Ronan King. Um, Kelly has calmed down Ronan, so she's, uh, she's fine. She, she's, uh, she's, her mama, her mama bear, or her, her uh, King of the Pride kind of thing, is Queen of the Pride is kind of chilled out now, so um, she's not off after your head anymore. Um, although if you do get barred by Grado, she probably still won't be upset by it. Uh, so, so there's that. But uh, it's going to be, it's a really exciting opportunity for Ronan. Um, Grado had a lot of complimentary things to say about just just from his sheer uh, Ronan's sheer physique and his look and his his antics on social media. And if there's a guy that you can impress, who's who's pretty much done everything in Scottish wrestling and beyond, uh, Grado is pretty is a pretty good good cat to get um, the thumbs up from. So. It's going to be a really fun match. We've got elsewhere, we've got the Tri-County Championship match, which is going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Uh, Caleb Valhalla against uh, Captain Alan Sterling with Mickey Vago defending the Tri-County Championship. That's going to be a hell of a lot of pure entertainment. Uh, we've, we've seen Alan and Caleb, we've seen Alan and Vago. We saw Vago and Caleb mix up in last year's Halloween hijinks. So to see them actually all kind of collide now, it's going to be, oh, it's just, yeah, it's going to be absolute chaos uh, in that match. Um, Elsewhere we've got the tag team titles, we've got uh, Mr. P and Sean Johnson in a Halloween switcheroo match against the champions uh, Foundation of Future, Bruiser Brad Evans and Ryan Riley. Uh, so I can't, I'm really interested to see just how that works out because I didn't, I haven't seen the, the past switcheroo match, I saw the pictures of it. Um, when Mr. P was involved again, I think it's because it's pretty easy to do a Mr. P cosplay, it's, it's kilt, bald cap, a bit of makeup, a bit of like saltire makeup and you know, job again uh, so i'm just really interested to see who's who's ended up being mr p uh and just to see and just see how this all plays out um scotty smith for sprite tucker's also on the show that's going to be a lot of fun uh, it's going to be because I, I, you never see these guys face off because at this point i mean up until like uh 2019, mid 2019, Brian Tucker had always been the perennial underdog babyface guy, right? So he's never, and so Scotty Swift, so you've never seen these guys kind of mix up in an actual proper one-on-one -on -one match, I don't think, uh, from from my my uh, research and, and notes. Um, from my memory, the only time they've, they've ever actually clashed in a match that's other, outside of a rumble, um, would have been a, like a feel four-way. Um, can't remember when, though. To, to be, to be, maybe it was 2019, but they haven't really mixed up anything. They haven't really had matches together, um, other than teaming up with each other and, and Wavi. So it's going to be quite, quite interesting. Quite just, I mean, every match on this is interesting. I'm not going to forget one or two, and I apologise in advance for when I do. Um, well, so we've got, we've got the, the pre-show match. We've got the VIP to bonus ticket holder match, which is the triple threat. It's theatre versus film versus music. Uh, when we've got. Uh, Reese Dawkins, Omar Mohammed, and um, Chris Archer I had the very name. I'm just reading them. Uh, Chris Archer. So there's triple threat. There's a lot of triple threat matches on uh, tonight for Halloween hijinks. So plenty of hijinks that, that can happen because for those that are unaware of rules of triple threat matches, it's pretty much pinfall or submission. There's no DQ. Um, things like like Halloween brawls. It's more like they're more special speciality matches because. Only Halloween objects and and that are deemed legal objects. So um, triple threat matches themselves, there's still there's still no DQ. So 
um, that makes it makes it all the more interesting. Um, well, so we've got the good outfit. Who's outfit facing again? Uh, outfit are against Damien and Colin Malloy. That's it. Uh, Damien and Colin Malloy. So this is another one that's stemmed from Inverurie. So uh, Damien and Connor were teamed with Kill Valhalla, take on the foundation of the future. And uh, because of some miscommunication, Damien was starting to get a bit rattled and, and started to take out a lot of frustration on Dynamite. May have caused a disqualification. Connor stepped in, did a bit of a disagreement. Foundation won. Um, so there's a little bit of a little bit of of uncertainty about the team of. Uh, Damien and Connor, and they're going against the outfit, who are a, a well well machine, uh, two big lads, uh, do two big lad things. So, again, that's going to be, uh, there's going to be there's some shenanigans. Every match has the potential to have shenanigans. That's what that's what it is. So there's potential for, for something to happen in every match, some twist and turn, some story, some, something might not happen, but there's always the open ended opportunity for it to happen. Uh, so, that's just yeah. I think that's, I think that's every match off the top of my head. Um, I apologise in advance if I have missed. I'll probably I'll probably check the match card, um, like if I do a second part before I I go to wherever I stop because I'll end up doing a stop, find the venue, do a little bit there, and then uh, go get some tea because that's just what happens when I drive to these shows. Um, so I think that's all the matches. So it, it, we're gonna have a lot of fun in in matches like the like. Like the, the triple threat for the tri counties, we're gonna have a lot of fun with the Halloween switcheroo, and then we're gonna have some interesting, scary moments in the main event Aspen versus Zach Dynamite. Um, that I am just uh, I don't know how I'm gonna feel or what I'm gonna think about that whole match, it's, it's terrifying. Though, um, there's also a Halloween contest apparently. Uh, I am coming in costume, I am gonna be in a costume ish. I kind of threw it together last night, I'll be perfectly honest with you. Um, it's, it's, I don't know if I'll put a picture of it up or or what have you, or maybe I'll, I'll, I'll put it, I've got a couple of bits I want to try and find while I'm in Aberdeen today, uh, just to finish off the costume and just see what it looks like, but uh, I've, 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 I've come in as a belt wanker as well, I've taken a belt, I've taken a European belt, uh, just because, you know, why not, you don't get a chance to take these belts to shows unless you, without looking like a total tube, so to take a, a Halloween show, you know, you may as well, you may as well make the most of it. Um, so yeah, I do have a costume together. Um, I've kind of half got it on already. Um, just got some other bits and accents to throw on. Um, so yeah, fingers crossed I'll be able to find them while I'm in, in town. If not, they'll still look fine. They just they can look better, that's it. And like I say, this is thrown together at the last minute. I, I thought, I didn't even think about coming in costume and then Kaylee uh, yeah, the K&K &K podcast they're at the factory and they called, she contacted me and just went, are you going, are you going in costume? I'm probably not. I was like, ah, can you? <laughs> very, very much. Like, ah, okay, I think, I've, I think I can throw together something. Um, so I've, um, yeah, I'm coming in costume. I don't know how it's going to go. Uh, but you know how my anxiety goes with stuff like this. It's going to be a very, very uh, intriguing moment. Uh, this will be the moment I, I do get a word with Grado or something like that. And we look like an absolute no. Uh, that's just that. That just seems like that. That's the way that things work out. Um, what else can we do in this this little first moment, first part? Uh, so I don't, this is not the first podcast since I've done the 
the ITV Slept to Wrestling Rise and Fall, uh, but that was a hell of a lot of fun and it's still getting quite a few views now, so thank you for watching that show, uh, watching that video, half an hour of me talking about the rise and fall of ITV Celebrity Wrestling. It was it was uh, it was a lot of fun to make, a lot of fun to do and to put together and fight these quotes and, and what have you. And the weirdest thing is is um, I put in the, the thing that, that I did contact did contact all the wrestlers involved, all the competitors, the wrestlers involved. And uh, another, some of them got back to me, Lee Sharp got back to me. Um, Jenny Powell's PR team got back to me and said no. Uh, Victoria Silverstead got back to me, uh, but it, just, it hasn't really come to anything. And then after I put out the episode, Scott Wright got back to me. Um, I think he was, he was out Snake Eyes, possibly, I think that was his, that was his name in Celebrity Wrestling. So maybe I'll have a, a follow-up where we'll have a little bit of a chat with Scott. I don't know. It's just it's one of those things that just may happen, may not. I, I have no idea. That's that's it's the fun thing about doing this. Um, so I've got more podcasts coming up. I've got two booked in. Um, one I can tell you about. So I've got Colton Davis. That's our that's our Sharp Dojo series. Um, we've got Colton Davis coming back on. So it's the first time I've had a chat with him in a, a coming around. I spoke to him maybe last year, tail maybe start of last year. We spoke to Colton Davis. Um, maybe actually. Further, further back than that because it was in the, the small bedroom and my camera's going wild, sorry. Um, yeah, it was, it was in, a, in the small bedroom which is now Jack's room and I think halfway through my mother-in-law turned up and shouted uh, for me because she'd come with soup or something like that. So hopefully we'll, we'll do a chat. We'll speak about his adventures in Scandinavia and what else he's doing because now he's had a few more matches under his belt and we have a little bit more to speak about. Um, and this is all this has been set up through Looking Sharp's uh, LKS Dojo of Excellence. So thank you to Lou for uh, putting Colton forward and uh, doing all that. I don't. I mean, there's some he put out some DVDs for the LKS Dojo with, um, with some of the guests he's had in the past. Uh, Looking Sharp did. Um, I don't. I don't know if anyone's got the DVDs. If you let me know, because uh, he did ask me to to send over the interviews that we. That we did for the Sharp Dojo series, um, when it was a possibility that some of them might go on the DVDs. So, if anyone's got the DVDs, let me know because I wouldn't mind just knowing, uh, seeing the menu screen, maybe, maybe seeing the menu options. Because um, I sent them over because you know that's a cool thing, and I'm more than happy to to put our episodes forward for it because they're a lot of fun to do and a lot of fun to record. Um, and, and since then, I've caught up with some of them since that episode. I have like Stone Malone and Brent Carter and and uh, Tom Atlas as well. So we got to meet them at that stage and then we got to speak to them again later on. So it's really cool. That whole Sharp Dojo scene is a lot of fun. So bringing that back for season 4.5 and, and hopefully it'll go into, into the actual mainstream, back into, into season two uh, come next year. But at the moment I've got, yeah, Colt Davis, and then the week after, I'm speaking to Ra uh, Ravishing, he's not Ravishing anymore, he's Retro Randy Valentine, uh, and I can't wait to speak to Randy, because he was he was the guy, he was the guy that got me into Scottish wrestling. Um, the show I went to in Perth, I drove down to the Deer Centre um, to go see the show, because it had, um, it had Piper, Rod Roddy Piper, it had Teddy Biasi, it had Tatanka, and it had Chavo Guerrero. So these were the, the, 
this is the names that were pulling me to the show. So uh, there's a load of story and faff actually getting down there, uh, which I think is on the my, my chat with Kyle and Kaylee on the KK Wrestle Factory. But anyway, the, the show happened, and the main event was still cage match, and at the end, Randy Valentine jumped off the top of the cage with an elbow drop. Um, onto, I can't remember who, I don't know if they're on register or not, I think, I, I can't remember who. Anyway, so, yeah, Randy Valentine was, was the, the last, the everlasting moment I had from that show. Um, and that's, that's with all these, these big name guests as well. So, I was hoping to speak to him this year anyway for the podcast, because it's been 10 years since I've been to, since I got into Scottish wrestling, that was August 2020, uh, 2012. Um, so now I get to speak to him uh, for for a little bit of next week. I can't remember when, it's at some point. It, it's soon, it, it's booked in anyway. So that leaves six slots afterwards. Um, we've got, I think I've got three definites. I just need to actually kind of book them into places. Uh, and then after that, I've, I've got some, some past guest DMs and emails and that to reply to and slot them all in. And I got leaves season 4.5 on like 13 episodes or 15 because I might do a couple more specials because depending if I get to Christmas Chaos, which I might not do, might not, uh, but I'm probably going to WTL on December 2nd in Bishop Mill. So that'll be me and me and brother going to that. Um, so I might do a little bit of, of stuff then as well. So yeah, there's a lot going on, a lot going on on SWM. Keep it busy because, and I'm trying to find ways to do things where I'm doing it by myself, so I'm not having to arrange things or, or take too much time away from, from being a dad to, to do these things. So I've, I'm, I've tried a little bit hand into commentary, I want to keep trying to do that. Um, I want to try to do more like, like projects like Rise and Fall of ITV Celebrity Wrestling. So there's a lot of things I have in my head that I want to do, it's just knuckling down and actually doing it. Um, I'm still still trying to figure out how I'm going to do the SWN 100 because I've I've started like compiling information and detail and and all that kind of stuff before I figure out how I'm going to do it I just it's I mean I know PWI have like a big team that, that put forward their lists and what have you and you know that maybe that'll be a next year thing so I'm going to try, trying definitely try and do SWN 100 this year uh, basing it from the 1st of December 2021 to the 1st of December 2022. That gives me the month to kind of figure out how I'm calculating it and then hopefully put out the results on Christmas Day. That would be the hope. That's the plan. We'll see. We'll see. And then I'll, I'll probably do a write up for like the top 10, maybe. Uh, uh, yeah, so there's things are, things are in my head. It's just trying to, to formulate them and do them uh, because I'm still fighting, fighting sleep as well, but I mean, it's one of those things, because Jack's doing fantastically, he's, he's, he's throwing in a couple five hour sleeps, six hour sleeps, he's he's taking a lot of, of fluid, he's great, he's absolutely fantastic, he's phenomenal, he's the best thing in my, in my world and my life. Um, so yeah, it's, it's just, I'm still kind of working out just routines and time and things like that, because it's, it's a whole new world, it's, it's the most responsibility I've ever had in my life. And I've got that. Uh, that was a bit oddly deep. Let's move on. So yeah, um, I'll be hijinks. This is a holy hijinks episode because I like having a alliteration in my episode titles, and I can't wait for it. Um, if you haven't checked out our past episodes, I did Inverurie Invasion. We went to Inverurie for episode, 
and also did a Trinity Thriller uh, when we went to Trinity Centre. That's, that's, that episode went a lot longer than I thought it was going to because it only had, once I did the opening portion in, in the car, which was only five minutes long, and then I did the, the bit, uh, I did the montage, which was like four minutes. I thought, that's fine, 15 minute episode, no bother. And then it ended up being a 30 minute episode because I rambled so much, and like I'm doing now in the, in the aftermath, the day after. So uh, that was that was an interesting episode. I really enjoyed it. And uh, thanks to the guys that were able to, to get back to me and I was able to see some of the matches I missed as well, which is even better. Um, I'm, I'm still wanting to see Zach Dynamite and Omar Mohammed play back again. All in for that. Um, I mean, of course, I'm going to hope it's not for the title just at this moment in time because I want to ask them to win. But uh, like I said, I'm terrified of the prospect of that match itself. Um, so yeah, that's it. That's, that's the, that's the, this is the intro. God, it's been 20 minutes. This is the intro to, to Holy Hijinks and I cannot wait for WrestleZone Halloween Hijinks tonight at Curl Aberdeen. Um, I will find my way there. I will hopefully be the next part will just be just outside, just like videotaping now, just videotaping, God. Um, videoing. Is that the word? Videoing outside the venue and just so and this is it. I'm now going to go get food uh, and then I'm going to go probably to Smith's and look at toys because that's what I do when I'm anxious. I go look at toys, uh, which makes me good, which means I'm going to be a fantastic dad. Uh, so I'm going to get past all this, this windy roads and then I'm going to hit stop. And the next thing you probably see is this albeit in Aberdeen and just up for some shenanigans, hopefully. Uh, so yeah, this is me before the hijinks of Halloween from WrestleZone. Uh, I am afraid about how I'm going to look and feel after the show ends. So that's me just about Keith now, you know. I'll get to Keith, that's how we roll, 20 minutes. Uh, and then I'll be on my way to Aberdeen. So I hope you enjoy the show. I mean, you would have been in the show if you're watching this already, but hope you enjoy it as much as I'm probably going to and I'm going to be quite emotional. So, have a good one. Bye. Here we are outside Curl. Crowd's starting already. Quite a queue. Right, I better go get my costume on.
that we all have none Keeps you up at night, yeah Make all the demons quiet, yeah We were built to thrive, yeah
Right, you know how this works by now. Over emotional video to to end the night and uh, I'll do this bit and then the montage will be humongous. I'm aware that I've taken a lot of videos, so probably a video montage and then I'll do a big picture one at the end. What a night from WrestleZone. Top, uh, start to finish, every match hit. Every match was amazing. Um, Adam will have a great review, I'm sure. K&K, WrestleFactory will have a great review. Got loads of pictures of folk. Um, I dress up as Mickey Vago. Um, the the leather jacket is now in the bin because it was it was flaky. It was just just absolutely ruined. Uh, so it's now it's now in the bin. But I had an absolute blast as always. Um, Aspen didn't win, which you know emotionally uh, fraught as, as always. Um, but it was it was such a fun night and. Um, I'm, I just I just love coming to WrestleZone shows. So the next one's December 3rd. I'm due to go to W3L on December 2nd. Um, so I'm gonna I'm gonna have to do some some major dadding. I'm gonna do some major um, nights to to uh, to get to get two nights of the wrestling. But um, I just yeah, it's it's gonna be amazing. It's gonna be a great night. It has been a great night. Um, Ronan King absolutely knocked out of the park against Grado. You, you forget how amazing or how how much of a superstar Grado is until you see him wrestle again after three years. And he's just, he's got such a superstar aura. He's amazing. He's fantastic. I'm going to use amazing a lot in this little bit because I'm just, I'm just uh, absolutely wrecked and ruined by, by three hours of wrestling. Um, it's been a, 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 just an incredible night and, it, and as always thank you WrestleZone um, I'll probably do some thoughts and that on, on the website swnscotland.com I'll probably do that on Monday or something um, but yeah it's it's been uh, uh, another emotional show as always um, but special special shout just to everyone you all had an incredible night you all had an excellent match you all um, made us feel emotions. Uh, you all made us just react and enjoy the show, which is what you should be doing. Um, but yeah, there's, there's so many, so many good moments, so many great things happening, so many great characters, so many great, um, yeah, just matches and moments. So, uh, like I say, I'll, I'll do a bit more of an actual review in writing when when I when I've got all the thoughts formulating in my brain. But uh, in the meantime, I don't know if I've got a bit after this. I'll probably have the, the photo montage um i might put out a question on twitter so you might see me back in the swn towers back in the studio studio and doing a little bit um answering some questions but if this is the last bit for the photo montage uh, i hope you enjoy these little kind of vlogs these vlogs of of the days because they are minisodes they're not interviews uh, they're just just me having a grand old time going to the wrestling and and once again i bought a uh, uh, monster pineapple like ultra gold that was a waste of time again that's uh i think that might be a bad luck charm uh but it's been great it's been great i'm gonna go find some food now it's my always my natural it's my natural instinct to go find some food um not dominoes this time not fancy pizza but i have to go to tesco so i'll go to tesco and do it uh so yeah Thank you for watching. Thank you for continuing to support SWN. I really appreciate it. And uh, I hope you all have a good day, night, evening, afternoon, whenever you watch this. Uh, see ya.
hello or back in the studio in SWN Towers as as just that's where I am. I was gonna say as always, but yeah, I seem to be always be in this room. So that was uh, uh, WrestleZone Halloween hijinks. There was a lot of videos. It's a massive montage. I think it's about six minutes long. So I apologize for the audio listeners that have, that have dealt with that. That there's just a lot of of montaging, but there's a lot of videos taken. Uh, I realized when I was looking back through uh, Brian Battensby's photos that I spent a lot of time taking photos, and that's just that's a bit of a, a, a crap thing on my end because um, I want to enjoy the show, but. Um, I was very conscious I wanted to do a montage as well, so I took I took far more than I probably needed to, um, but I still enjoyed the show, so, you know, it, it all works. So we've got loads of questions through Twitter, so I'm going to go and answer them now. Uh, I'm really excited to to go through this, and I've got I've got the post-credit, so there's going to be this bit, the bit at the end where where it's like the the credits, and there's going to be the montage of the photos, which is about a minute and a half long. And then there's the little post-credit, a uh, little thingy that we do on these episodes. So keep an eye out for it. It's, I, I really enjoyed it. I don't know if anyone else will find it funny. Uh, hopefully one or two of you that are, that are uh, WrestleZone fans will find it funny. That's the most important thing for this particular kind of episode. If it's about Halloween hijinks, it's about a WrestleZone show. Um, the next kind of episode that we'll be doing like this uh, is going to be for, it's going to be a double at the moment, that's the plan anyway. It's going to be a double Christmas episode. We're going to be doing W3L Wrestling Showdown when it comes to Elgin on December 2nd. And then we'll also be doing, uh, it'll be like two two half episode. The next part will be uh, WrestleZone Christmas Chaos. That is the plan. We'll be doing that because that's on December 3rd. So it'll be two nights of wrestling that I'll be going to. and uh, Which is funny because I, I watched back a little bit. I did my car after the show. And obviously I'm going to have to do some major dadding to earn two to get two nights of the wrestling um and, and leaving jack with with kelly for two nights um on the bounce and as soon as i went home and went right uh so oh uh, aspen lost and uh aspen lost and they're gonna have a rematch in the steel cage on december 3rd and she turned to me and went well that's okay i'll use my mom's car that day you just go and i was like yes i am taking this with two hands yes we're doing two nights of the wrestling so we're doing w3l on a second and then WrestleZone on the third, and I think that's probably me for the year, for the for the year, and then I'll, that'll probably be it until Summerhill uh, in January. So yeah, the show itself, I'm going back through memories, uh, and it was just so much fun. Like, like I say, when I was going through the photos, memories, and it was there was just so many good things. Like everything just clicked. There wasn't like a moment where you're like going, oh, "This is a bit rubbish, actually," or "Or I wasn't that excited about the match, or I didn't finish the match satisfied." I was always satisfied at the end of it. So it was a just an incredible night for WrestleZone, who have just nailed every every show I've been to with their from for them this year, uh, whether it's uh, ones in Aberdeen, whether it's Ellen, where whether it's Inverurie, they've just absolutely just made incredible memories, incredible moments uh, on those shows. So questions on Twitter, let's get them answered because I don't want to do another twenty minute rant because I've already done that at the start of this episode. Uh, right, so we've got Callum. Who took a picture? Who, who took a picture of me and Vago together? It's a bit more zoomed out because they're one I, I took myself. So that's somewhere in this episode, I think. Uh, someone once went home with half a table. Why didn't someone go home with half a door? I have the answer for that. For that, uh, one, the the table that was that was the raffle prize for Christmas Chaos was from Aberdeen Anarchy, so it wasn't it wasn't actually given away the same night. There you go. Uh, and I don't I don't think there's much left of the door, or either door after um 
the main event after Aspen versus Zach. So there's there's your two 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 reasons for that. Uh, that that uh, it hasn't been given away as a prize yet. Um, what is what is it in Iron Brew that makes Beardo so great? Uh, I don't know. I mean, that's weirdly timed because I do have a bottle of sugar-free Iron Brew, so of course it's it's uh, piss water. But you know, it'll do. Um, I don't know. Grado is just you've like, like I said in the in the in the previous bit. I forgot or you forget how how much of a superstar Grado is until you actually see him wrestling again. You're like, oh my god, this guy is a superstar. This guy is literally this is he has literally transcended Scottish wrestling. So to see him wrestle in in a little venue like Carl uh, Aberdeen in that room, it was just like wow, we're going to see Grado wrestling again. It was just amazing. Um, will Right, I'm going to just read this as verbatim. Uh, will Mickey Vaguely and Blue Tunder ever tag together? Um, I they have, they have tagged together. So I think it was on gala shows. Maybe I'm sure. If you go back through the mosh bit, there is no. It wasn't. It was. Um, it was Ellen. Wrestled Ellen. I'm sure it was. Right, hang on. Go double check. Just sure it was Ellen because I remember. I'm going to be so wrong here, but. I'm, Sure, it was Ellen. This is great for for everyone that's that's uh, again listening. Ellen, Ellen, Ellen. There we go. The Foundation of the Future defeated Heavy Metal Thunder, which is Mickey Vago and Blue Thunder by pinfall. So they have been they have teamed together. There we go. And last but certainly not least, is Brian Tucker still a Wally? It seems so. It seems like he still is a bit of a Wally. So we've got a uh, loser leaves. Well, we're not entirely sure what the rules are here because Brian in his fluster uh, at the end of his match with Scotty Swift uh, after the backslide party um, said that it was a, a loser leaves town match uh, on December 2nd. But the wrestle management or whoever does their social media has put up a loser leaves wrestle zone uh, challenge. So I, I'm waiting for confirmation. To find out what's happening, but I, I love the idea of doing a loser leaves town match, not in Aberdeen, like doing loser leaves town in Montrose or Inverurie. So that means every year when they do shows in Inverurie or Montrose, Brian Tucker would go up and go, "Right, where's my match?" and and Len will turn to him and go, "No, you're you're not allowed to wrestle in that in that town. You're not allowed to wrestle there." Or even if they do do uh, loser leaves town and they do it in Aberdeen for, at the instant, and then each year. Every time that there's a show in Inverurie or or Montrose, for example, these are my two examples apparently, and that's when Brian Tucker can actually get booked on matches. So he has like three matches a year, because uh, the only times you can actually get matches. And I don't know, you can maybe throw it down the homeless route and just have him getting tattier and tattier each time, um, and, and until he can win back his his right to to wrestle on shows again. This is why I don't book shows. It's very obvious why when I say things like that. Uh, right, so we've got Kyle Watt, of course, uh, Cactus Kyle, as he was at the show in his old uh, Foley garb. Uh, who had the best outfit on the show? And he's probably correct answer is Ronan King. Yeah, Ronan, pretty much. He had he had like the White Power Ranger kind of vibe going with his with his tights. It was probably some sort of other thing that I don't know about because I'm old. But uh, I was think as soon as I saw the the tights with the gold um, the stripes and everything, I was like. White Power Ranger, that's that. That's Tommy. That's Tommy, the White Power Ranger, right there and there. Uh, yeah, that's, that's pretty much. I'm trying to think. think I mean, Vegas is pretty cool. Uh, with his, I mean, not as cool as 
how I was dressed as Vigo, but uh, yeah, Vigo's is pretty cool. And uh, Omar is always a, a good shout for, for just a, a proper cool look. Um, I did enjoy Reese Dawkins bringing back the Tartan Trues, not for his match, but for his accompanying Brian Tucker. Brian Tucker has a bonnet, um, which Omar also stole. Omar, Muhammad in a bonnet. Excellent. That's always wonderful. Um, let's see Because uh, there were some suggestions thrown in as well. Which was for uh, Omar, yep, retro Omar Muhammad, uh, but but with his decent shoes, so it's all good. Uh, I'll never forget. And uh, yeah, of course, uh, Ronan as well was gone by. Daniel did throw out this, is, so not on the show itself, but when we're we seeing the fans coming in with their with their costumes, uh, we, we see the there's a big picture on the WrestleZone Facebook page, which has like a, there's a Dan Housen. Um, Kayla came as Tristratus. Uh, Kyle came as 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 McFoley, Cactus Jack. Uh, I came as Mickey Vago. Uh, there was there were some incredible costumes. I uh, came as a zombie Connor Malloy. There was a, a Mr. P. Uh, there was an Al Snow, which Grado took a picture of the kid afterwards and messaged Al Snow with that picture. So I'm intrigued to see, listen to Wrestling Daft if it, if it actually comes about and, and Al Snow replies. Um, there were some, yeah, some really great ones, but the best one was the one Daniel suggested on Twitter, which was Damien's daughter, uh, who had who came in a poo emoji that had pictures of the foundation of the future, future on it. That Zach Dynamite, Bruiser Brad Evans, Ryan Riley, and it had, like things pointing at Smelly, and, and it was like foundation of the future. Oh, perfect! Just that's a class costume. That's amazing. So we had that. That was that was ace. Um, I like Connors. Connors had a cool, cool costume on the show as well. He had, it was full skeleton garb, which he wrestled in. Uh, but no, it, it's pretty hard to top Ronan King. So I'm sorry to everyone else. Uh, although although Scott had his Julie, and as we've established, I'm old, so I love I, I love a, a nice Julie. Uh, I'm actually after a Julie. So uh, any recommendations where to get one? I've actually got a, a sleeveless hoodie on the way, which I'm very excited by. That's that's, that's it now. Thirty two, and I'm excited by a sleeveless hoodie. Uh, right, okay, so what else have we got? Ronan King. Of course, it wouldn't be a, a podcast, it wouldn't be one of these shows without Ronan King jumping in with some questions. Uh, how accurate is the statement, the best 18-year-old wrestler in the world, Ronan King? Uh, which is how he, he wants himself to be announced as. I just, I don't, I don't, name me any more 18-year-old wrestlers right now that can do what Ronan can do. Um, there's a lot of good, really good wrestlers that are Round right about that age, just about there, or, or like just around right about 18. But Ronan King is a very incredible talent, and it annoys me so much that I'm giving him all this compliments because he's going to turn it around and never let me forget that I say any of these things. But he is an absolute incredible wrestler. Um, the fact that he was able to do things like, like doing the front flip over the top rope and landing on his feet. Uh, that's now the second time I've seen him do it. The second time, the first time I saw him do it, he landed it. He actually landed on, I think it might be either Conor Malloy or it was Zach Dynamite. It was that triple threat, Trinity Center. Uh, or, but, but this time he missed it, but still landed on his feet. Um, and the fact that he went in with Grado and looked like a million bucks. Uh, Grado, of course, is a very given wrestler anyway. He's, he's very much a, a heel. He'll uh, just make you look good just because he's Grado. Um, but the fact that Ronan, I don't think he's had a bad match that I've seen so far. He's had a really, and he's got a really good character. He's got a really good, um, larger than life confidence and ability. He's just, he's, he's really 
there's so many guys in WrestleZone that I'm just pegging as guys that that will be big deals. Um, more recently, I was like Bruiser Brad was just one that stood out for me because look at him, he's just massive and he's really good in the ring, really charismatic. He's just like get him on shows. Um, but Ronan as well is is in that category. He's just so good and incredibly good for his age, which actually it's it's scary and it's disgusting how good he is. And um, first, I mean, Sammy's boy's fourteen years younger than me, and he's doing things I couldn't imagine doing at eighteen. Um, so yeah, he's just I don't know a a brilliant wrestler. Uh, yeah, I think maybe you just need to calm down a little bit, but you know he's doing well. So who am I to judge? Um, oh, speaking of of that, right? So at at uh, Aberdeen Anarchy, I can't remember if I said it on on any podcast I did, but um, Ronan, speaking of Ronan, uh, had a had a good moment where he hit Vago with a guitar and threw it behind him, and he threw it behind him he hit a, a young girl uh, by mistake. Um, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. I think maybe Amy or something like that. Um, but during this show, during the pre-show, uh, the triple threat between uh, Chris Archer, Omar Muhammad, and Reese Dawkins. Dawkins had a green skull with him, and he threw it out, and it came that close to hitting her again. And I don't know if she's just cursed to be in front row at these shows, but it was like, oh my god, we can't have this twice in a calendar year with the same person. Um, so yeah, that was just a, a wee funny highlight. But no, it was a fantastic night. I can't wait to go back in December for Christmas Chaos. I'm hoping, praying, that the steel cage match is is the one that Aspen wins because I mean I don't know at this point they they've they keep reeling me in WrestleZone have just reeled me in to the point where I can't not go now. Um, in general, uh, I I am missing the academy shows. That's just a bit too short notice, and I've got that many things on in in November, which I think is November twelfth. Um, yeah, I've got a couple of things on. Um, I think Kelly's at six. I'm going to see uh, six, so I'll be home with the boy. But uh, yeah, there's there's these shows they're so hard to miss now because so much happens and so many incredible matches happen on these shows also so i'm trying to get to as many as i can i've, I've done pretty good this year uh, considering all the all the wild things that's happened in real life uh, as well so hopefully next year i'll be back for some hell but i'm definitely trying to get to i'm definitely going to get to putting that out there into christmas chaos so that's a bunch of questions that we got through the twitter reverse i think i've answered them all there um, we've got a bunch of stuff coming up on the SWM podcast. By this time, by the time this comes out, I would have hopefully spoken to Ful- Fulton King. Loads of questions coming in for Fulton King, so I don't really need to do main notes at all, but I will still do so. Uh, and and that's it. So like I, said, I don't want to take too much time for this bit because I've taken up loads of time at the start and I've got the big montage in the middle. But uh, again, thank you to WrestleZone and the guys at WrestleZone for providing an amazing couple hours of entertainment for me and for everyone else and uh, i apologize for how, how much you had to hoover that haul because of my jacket my flaky leather jacket which uh, went into the bin as soon as i got a picture with vago uh, for myself so it wasn't evidence that i was trying to dispose of i didn't even check the pockets that might not have been a good idea oh if anyone has that jacket anyway Right, so I'm going to go. So thank you for continuing to support SWN, swnscotland.com. Follow us on Twitter at Scott Resnet. Follow us on Facebook, Scott Resnet. Uh, Instagram's the same as well. Um, I am really bad at replying to anything, but if you get into my DMs on Twitter, they are open. Um, hopefully I'll be able to help out. Or if you want to be on the show, we'll try and get it arranged as soon as we possibly can. But uh, I'm going to... I'm, my voice is still croaking. It's Tuesday. 
So I'm going to go and rest it. I'm going to have some of this uh, sugar-free iron brew and go for a sleep. So have a good one. Thank you for watching. Where's Wiley? Did you say him? Where's Wiley? Where's